Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Because someone has to say it. It's time for Inez Says. Hey, hope you're having a great day. Thanks so much for joining me here on the Inez Says podcast. Appreciate it. As always, you being here today. If you like what you hear, tell your friends about the Inez Says podcast right there in the WDBO app, WDBO.com, Spotify, most anywhere you get your podcast, you can find the Inez Says podcast. Okay, I'm going to say this probably more than once today. Matter of fact, you're probably going to get sick of me saying it, but here you go. China is not our friend. I'll say it again. China is not our friend. Matter of fact, China is our enemy. You know, it's hard to believe that, you know, here we are, about three decades removed from the fall of the Soviet Union. That's hard to believe for a guy like me who grew up in the 70s. But you have multiple generations now who really don't know what it was like to be an American during the Cold War with the Soviets. You have multiple generations who don't understand what the Red Menace was all about. I mean, I remember growing up during the height of the Cold War. Some of you probably remember that. It wasn't fun, man. It wasn't fun because you always had the threat of nuclear war hanging over your head. Now, I wasn't of the duck and cover generation of the 50s and the 60s. That was before my time. And by the way, I think we kind of figured out by the 70s that if a nuclear bomb was dropped on your head, ducking under your desk and covering your head wasn't going to do much good. But thanks in large part to President Ronald Reagan and Pope John Paul II, the Soviet Union thankfully is no more. Reagan put huge amounts of pressure on the Soviet economy by building more and more weapon systems that the Soviets just couldn't keep up. And I firmly believe that Pope John Paul II, with a little help from the good Lord above and from Eastern Bloc countries like Poland in desperate need for God instead of the atheistic, socialistic Soviet government, not to mention workers' rights like perestroika. That also had a big part in the eventual dissolution of the Soviet Union. Yes, we have other concerns with the current version of Russia today. Vladimir Putin is a KGB-era leader who continues to try to instigate the U.S. and the world. But Russia is no longer the premier threat it once was during the Cold War. China has become that threat. China has become that threat. Matter of fact, I do believe that China has become an even bigger threat to the United States and to the world than the old Soviet Union was. Now, look, I am no geopolitical expert, all right? I'm far from it. But my goodness gracious, all one has to do is to pay some semblance of attention to the news and realize that China, and more specifically, the Chinese Communist government, has become a major threat to the U.S. and to the world. And by the way, I've said this before, I'll say it again. China should be held accountable by the world for unleashing this coronavirus on the entire globe. The question is, did they do it knowingly or unknowingly? Again, not a geopolitical expert, 
And even though the president is still challenging this election, it's no secret here. It's no secret that China wanted Donald Trump out of the White House. It's also no secret that if it weren't for COVID-19, Donald Trump would more than likely have regained the presidency for another four years. So at the very least, they, China, were negligent, careless, misleading. At worst, they committed one of the worst crimes on humanity that the world has ever seen. Doesn't surprise me. This is the Chinese communist government. Again, China, not our friend. So I caught part of Tucker Carlson's show on Fox News on Monday night. And let me say this. This is an editorial comment because this is what I do on the Inez Says podcast. Having been in this business for a while, Tucker Carlson is on it. He is on it every single night. I do believe that Tucker Carlson is the best there is in cable news right now. You can tell he's got a journalism background. It's a fact-based show each and every night. Of course, he's got his opinions, and most of his opinions, most of them are to the right of center. Some of them are to the left of center, quite frankly. But he kind of like me, like he's not an ideologue. He's just really good and out for truth. So anyway, Tucker Carlson on Monday night showed parts of a recently recorded lecture showing a Chinese Communist Party expert explained how Beijing had, get this, people at the top of America's core inner circle. Now, the video has since been taken down off of social media by the Chinese Communist government, no doubt. But the lecture given by Di Dongcheng, who was the vice dean of school international relations at Renmin University late November, also included references to President-elect Joe Biden's son Hunter and his business dealings with China. So obviously, I'm not going to play the speech because I have no subtitles here uh, on the podcast. So I will tell you what he said in essence. He spoke about what was pushing the Chinese to accelerate the reopening of their financial sectors. And as he did that, he made the revelation that Beijing had a rarely discussed advantage in working with the United States prior to the Trump administration. Listen to this, quote, We know that the Trump administration is in a trade war with us. So why can't we fix the Trump administration? Why did China and the U.S. used to be able to settle all kinds of issues between 1992 and 2016? He goes on to say this. I'm going to throw out something maybe a little bit explosive here. It's just because we have people at the top, he said. Let me go back and read that sentence again. It's just because we have people at the top of the American system. Quote, we have our friends who are at the top of America's core inner circle of power and influence. Dee went on to suggest that Hunter Biden, whose business dealings in Ukraine and China have come under scrutiny, received help from the Chinese in his, quote, business efforts. Quote, Trump has been saying that Biden's son has some sort of global foundation. Have you noticed that? Who helped Hunter Biden build the foundations? Got it, he says. There are a lot of details inside all these, D explained. Now, I know at times I've said on this podcast that I feel like I'm living in some kind of parallel world in this country right now because it seems like down is up and up is down. Black is white, white is black. This is one of those times. What this Chinese professor and member of the Chinese Communist Party freely admitted in this video that has since been taken down is something that I and that many have suspected for a while now 
that China has bought its way into the top of our political and financial institutions. Wow. Wow. This should scare the hell out of every American. China is not our friend. I'll say it again. This should scare the hell out of every American. And I'll tell you two more stories that should make you very, very uneasy. The story that broke this past weekend by the U.S. Director of National Intelligence, John Ratcliffe, he penned an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal that claims that the Chinese government is attempting to enhance the capabilities of soldiers through genetic engineering. Not the first time such a claim has been made. Ratcliffe's article cited an NBC report outlined his belief that China is the greatest threat to the United States in terms of military and economic power. China is altering some of its people's genetics to create super soldiers. Folks, you can't make this up. And then and then we find out in this Axios report that was released on Monday that a Chinese national named Fang Fang or Christine Fang targeted up and coming local politicians from what I see right now, all Democrats, including Democrat Eric Swalwell from California, who, by the way, is on the House Intelligence Committee. Fang reportedly took part in fundraising for Swalwell's 2014 re-election campaign, although she did not make donations, nor was there evidence of illegal contributions. But according to Axios, investigators became so alarmed by Fang's behavior and activities that they alerted Swalwell in 2015 to their concerns and gave him a, quote, defensive briefing. Swalwell then did cut off all ties with Fang and has not been accused of any wrongdoing, according to an official who spoke to the outlet Axios. Now, Swalwell, you know Eric Swalwell, right? He's, he's one of the most outspoken lawmakers. He pushed the whole fake Russia collusion narrative since Trump took office. And on cue now, on cue, it's as if this is in the Daily Democrat playbook. Eric Swalwell is now hinting, of course, that President Trump was behind the Axios explosive reporting during an interview with Politico on Tuesday. So we're going to go ahead and, and, and blame Russian disinformation and, and President Trump about this nonsense. It's, it's all garbage. And I think back to the old Soviet Union back in the day. If this were back in the day and this kind of stuff happened, if the, if the Soviet Union penetrated the highest ranks of our political and economic system as this professor is alleging it would be front page news on every single american newspaper and everybody would be talking about it but because we're so divided and we're so partisan that we don't see truth today half the country most on the left will continue to ignore the new red menace and that is china they will continue to ignore its tentacles inside the most powerful structures of our american society how do I know it's going to be ignored? Because it's been done many, many times before. See the Biden email scandal story totally swept under the rug. And the one thing that China has that the old Soviet Union did not is money, money and lots of it because China has succeeded in pulling off this hybrid socialistic capitalistic system to the point where they do believe they will surpass the U.S. as the world's economic power here very, very soon. That's what's frightening about this because China appears to be using our division and our capitalistic greed against us. I want to know how many of our politicians, how many of our economic elites, if you will, does China have in their back pockets? 
I don't know the answer to that question, but we better start asking the question. And I'll tell you this, we as a society had better continue to unmask this story before it's too late because China is not our friend. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Pod today. Appreciate you being here. I will see you next time.